buying a home? Don't panic. Just listen to the rest of this podcast. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. My name is John LaForme. I'm a certified home inspector and the owner of Home Inspection Authority. My podcast allows me to share my day-to-day home inspection experiences and knowledge to help home buyers, homeowners, realtors, and other home inspectors set realistic expectations with each other during the home buying process. So let's get right into it. All right, everybody, welcome back. Today's special guests are me, myself, and I. Today, I want to go over my experience being, this is the, about 120 days into my new home. So I wanted to recap and go over what this cost me so far to give any of you out there who are considering buying a house or in the process, what you might run into during your move in and right after your move in, what kind of expenses you might incur. So, uh, but before I get into that, um, I want to give a friendly reminder, everybody, have you changed your heating and cooling filter lately? If you haven't in the past two or three months, run on down to Home Depot, grab a HDX brand pleated filter. They're only $5.98. I just bought one today because I've been a bad boy and forgot to replace mine last month. So I just did it today. That's a 90 day filter. Go grab it. It's a good deal. And that's all you need. Don't be spending 20 bucks on a filter. It's a really, it is a waste of money. Change it more often with a cheap filter. It's the smartest way to go. All right. So a little bit about the house. Um, built in 1944, about 1,400 square feet, three bed, one bath. So, you know, honestly, the house was very much move-in ready. It was painted. Um it came with window blinds. I didn't have to buy those. Um, and the, the paint colors are pretty decent too. So I didn't have to come in and like, you know, puke over the paint colors. I just like, oh, okay, these ain't bad. I just, I guess I'll just leave them the way they are. So at that point, it was just a matter of moving in all the furniture and everything. So the only room I painted um, was my home office slash podcast studio, which I'm sitting in right now while I'm recording this. And um, I just painted it to match my last podcast studio at my old place and it looks the same. I like this uh, gray color. I really, really, really works. I like it. And, um, so anyway, the very first thing I did before I actually moved all my stuff in was I called a locksmith and had him change all the locks because the previous owners were here for like 30 years. So who knows how many of their friends and family have copies of the locks and keys and everything else. And so I was like, okay, let's get that done. So um, Kevin Brennan from the local recommended I call Las Vila's Lock and Key. And that's what I did. They came out, it took them about an hour and uh, changed the locks and matched um, all the locks to one key to make it convenient. And the total cost for that was only $227. So I was pretty happy with that. And uh, feel a little safer now that all the locks changed. So it was the first thing I did. I'd recommend anybody do that that's moving. Even if you're moving into an apartment, I would change those locks. Because you don't know if the landlord did. So um, getting into the movers. So the moving company I used was 
uh, real rock and roll movers from Burbank. I've used these guys like three times now. I think that was my third time using them, and I've had a good experience on all three times. Uh, so they're very reliable. They show up on time. Uh, they bring at least three guys. And um, I hired them just to move all the big stuff because I didn't want to move all the heavy stuff like the refrigerators, uh, the big couches, the entertainment centers, and all the bedroom sets. So I had them do all the big stuff. And uh, I myself, with the help of my family, filled up my van probably 20 times um, going back and forth. But the distance between my old place and this new house was only about 10 minutes max, maybe Actually, probably more like six minutes, uh, to be honest. So it was pretty close, so I didn't have to drive too far. But yeah, I filled up my little work van at least 20 times with everything I could jam in there, kind of like a clown car. So, um, you know, like I said, they did a really good job. Uh, the total cost for those guys was eleven $1,185. And, uh, you know, I tipped them out like 100 bucks. so probably looking at 1285 almost 1300 bucks. Well worth it. My back appreciated it, so it was well worth the money. So now let's get into some necessary repairs that I had to do just to make the house comfortable. So I decided to make the rear of the house, which was like a addition added onto the house, Some I'd say probably back in 1980s, 1990s. Um, and unfortunately, it did not have a heating or cooling supply in there, so there was no heat source in there. And it's winter months when I'm moving in here. So I was like, let's make this the master bedroom. But I'm going to have to make it comfortable. So I had to try to figure a way to get a heating supply from my HVAC system. I have a central system here. So I just needed to tap into that somehow. But it was really difficult because the, uh, the room in question has a flat roof. And the main house has a pitched roof. So I couldn't get, I couldn't like just snake it through the attic and drop it in. So I had to get creative and I wound up coming up with the solution to my office closet. Um, the ceiling goes into the attic area of the main house. So I cut a whole 10-inch hole in the ceiling in the closet, and I ran a 10-inch duct right through it, and then ran that out to the exterior wall, which, well, used to be the exterior wall, into the addition. So I, I was able to put a uh, supply in there, but I'm not able to get a return in there. So this is still an ongoing thing I have to figure out. Um, so I might wind up going with a mini split system in there after all. I didn't want to do that because I'm going to tear down that room in a couple of years and, and, and rebuild that whole back of the house. So I'm just trying to try not to do things twice as I'm trying to do. But anyway, just adding that duct that took me probably about four hours of my time to get all that done, plus materials. I probably spent about uh, $225 just for the materials to get that that supply into that room. It was more, it was just, it was just a lot of labor-intensive work. Uh, the materials wasn't much at all. So. so that's what I had to do to get that done, and now that room is a lot more comfortable. It's not perfect, but it's way better than what it was. Okay, so on the same room I'm talking about, on the exteriors, it had vinyl siding on it. And some of this vinyl siding was falling off. It was cracked. It was loose. And some sections of it were, uh, they looked kind of melted because the uh, previous owner had 
his barbecue like right next to the vinyl siding and he was cooking stuff outside <laughs> like hello earth earth to person um this is really hot and that uh that um siding is uh vinyl it's just going to melt <laughs> so some of it was melted already so uh and because of the conditions inside that room you know after digging into it I'm like well you know what I think I need to just replace the siding so I just said fuck it and I <laughs> I just went at it, got the pry bar out, got the hammer out, pulled all that vinyl siding off, and that that's when I realized there was no house wrap on the house. There was no there was no insulation on the exterior, and there was barely any insulation in the walls. So I took the time to uh rip all that off, uh put some house wrap around that whole section and uh and then put some smart siding up. I had to do it because it was just it was just a it would have looked really ugly if I didn't do anything. So, and it made the house much more um, energy efficient as far as letting, keeping the hot and the cold outside and uh, made the living conditions inside way better. So that took me quite a while because that was a big project. And that took me, oof, probably a total of four days. But those days were, were split up into hours because, you know, I was busy, really busy working Inspection business is very busy right now. So took a lot of my time, a lot of trips to Home Depot, but I got it done and it was well worth it. And at the same time I did that, I had to replace a couple old damaged windows and doors that were in there. So it's it's a way better, way better looking exterior right now. And it's, like I said, it's much more comfortable on the inside. So all that work uh, just on the siding itself, the siding uh the siding materials cost me about $1,300, but I did all the work myself, so I didn't have to pay anybody. I think if I had paid someone for that, they would have probably charged between five and ten grand to do all that work. So I just saved a ton of money by doing that myself. Um, and then the door and window I had to replace, the door and the window cost about 900 bucks. So I'm into that for like, you know, 2100 something like that, right around there 2200. So, uh not bad considering like I said I did it myself cuz I'm I'm able to I just I know how to do that stuff. So, moving on, um after that I had to adjust the uh garage vehicle door cuz it just wouldn't open all the way. And every time you open and close it, it would like jump up and down. I'm like, "Oh shit, that ain't good. I don't want that thing to break." So, that was just a simple adjustment with a screwdriver i didn't have to buy anything it only took me about 10 minutes to fix that problem so that door works fine now everything's good with the garage um but the uh sellers left a whole bunch of debris like cardboard boxes uh there was this old christmas stuff up in the up in the rafters of the attic and tons of rat shit up there and just dust and it's like 30 years of dust and dirt it was just nasty i had to put a respirator on when i was doing this that's how much dust was up there not to mention all the rat rat droppings and everything else and I actually found two dead rats in the garage so um after cleaning all that out i had to get rid of all that material there's a lot of stuff up there um and then combined with taking all the old siding off i had a big pile of construction stuff in my backyard I didn't want to look at that and I didn't want to, you know, leave it there for too long because that's how you get rodent problems. You get rats living in there and everything else. So 
I just wanted to get rid of all that. So I went on Yelp and I found um, uh, Henry's Hauling on Yelp. The guy was great. He came out and uh, took away all that stuff in one trip, 550 bucks. And I even took down, uh, no, he didn't take this part. Um, yeah, he took all the siding stuff and all the stuff in the garage and any other debris I had laying around. And um, I also had a really old, nasty metal shed in the backyard. So I ripped that apart. I left that out in front of my house, and it was gone in like 20 minutes. <laughs> Some scrap guy must have just drove by as soon as I put it out there and just took it all. So that was great. That didn't cost me anything. But Henry's Holling did a great job. Give him a call on Yelp. Um, really nice guy. Um, definitely had a pro service, and he did cleaned up everything, and he did a really good job. So hats off to Henry's Hauling. Okay, now let's get into some plumbing issues I had to deal with, like, pretty quick. Um, when I moved in, my water pressure was 140 PSI. That's double what it should be. So I had to change that out. Um, and that right there was 550 bucks. I had um, Robert Dell Plumbing do that for me. Y'all know Robert. He's been in a lot of my videos. Uh, clear roots from the sewer lateral. I did have a root intrusion when I did my sewer camera inspection. So I had uh, Robert also rooted that out to clear it. And he did that. And um, I had a washer and dryer hookups in the garage. I did not own a washer and dryer when I moved in here because the place I was renting already had one. So I didn't have my own. So then I had to go buy one. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to put this in the garage. I got too much stuff to go in the garage already. And I didn't want to inconvenience myself or my family with going in and out of the house to do laundry. That sounded like a drag. So I went out and um, uh, purchased a uh, LG gas-fueled wash tower. I got to tell you, this is a really nice washer-dryer tower setup. Um I was hesitant to pull the trigger on buying that right away. I was like, okay, let me wait. Let me make sure I, uh, maybe, let me think about this and think about where I want to do this. So I decided to eventually upgrade one of the bedrooms and turn it into a bathroom slash laundry room. So I was thinking, well, if I do that, I'm going to need to go with a tower, not a, not a side-by-side. So I gave it a lot of thought and I kept kind of, I don't know, procrastinating on it. And I kept checking the Home Depot website to see um, to see how much it was. I'm not not the Home Depot, the Lowe's. This is Lowe's. And, uh, and I kept refreshing every day on that to see if the price changed. And it was originally at $2,700. And I wound up getting it for $1,895 like, like a week later. I was like, damn, what the hell? Is this thing broke? <laughs> thought maybe somebody returned it or something. But the guy, no, it's brand new. You're just ordering a brand new one. I'm like, that's awesome. So I jumped on that deal, and that was no interest financing for a year. So that was a fantastic offer right there. Can't Cannot complain about that. So after using um, the washer-dryer, as long as I have, it's a great machine. It looks really nice, so it's easy on the eyes. So if you want to leave it in a room that's where it's going to be seen and exposed all the time, it's 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 not an eyesore like a regular wash and dryer would be. So um, definitely think about that if you're going to buy one because uh, if you've got tight spaces like I do here, I don't have a ton of room in this house, so i got to kind of make all 
those little spaces uh, effective as far as what I use it for. And the bummer of the washer-dryer was this. I had to relocate the washer-dryer hookups. And that was a bit pricey. So that cost about $2,250, $2,250 to relocate the plumbing, drain lines, water supplies, gas, gas line, all that stuff. Um, so that was uh, something I hired uh, Robert Dell Plumbing to do as well. He did a great job, by the way. Robert always does a great job. He doesn't know how to do stuff half-ass. So if you need a really good plumber, give him a call. However, in hindsight, I think I should have got the electric version of the uh, LG wash tower because of these crazy natural gas prices we just started having. So I'm kind of thinking I should have went electric. So I'm kind of hmm, second-guessing myself on that one. But anyway, I already bought it, so I have it. I'll just deal with it. I also had to add a seismic shutoff valve to the gas meter, and that was about 350 bucks right there. And I also wound up adding a copper ground rod and then bonding the ground rod to the water supply and the gas supply because the house did not have this when I moved in. So that just makes everything safe. That there cost about, uh, to do all that, probably another 350 bucks to install those things. And the last thing I did up, up till now was I added blown insulation into the exterior walls because back in the 40s, they weren't putting insulation in the walls. So I hired a company called Insulation Labs in Van Nuys. Um, their, webs- their website is insulationlabs.com. So let me explain how this works. This is interesting. I called a few different companies and I got like uh, two different quotes um, I tried to get in a third quote, but the company was just really just not very organized. So I just forgot about them and dealt with these other two guys. So the first company that comes in to give me an estimate, they were like, okay, well, we'll, we'll come in the house and we'll drill holes in your interior walls. And then we'll put a foam, a foam plug on the wall, on the hole. And then we'll, um, we'll put some drywall mud right over that. All you'll have to do is just paint over it when you're done. I'm like, hmm. That sounds like a lot of work to me after the fact. So I'm thinking I hire them to put holes in my walls on the interior. And then they're going to, they say they're going to patch them. But if they're not good at patching them, it's going to look like shit. And then I'm going to have to get someone in there or myself and spend hours upon hours of sanding drywall, which is the most, the worst job in the world ever, I think. And I didn't want to deal with that really. So I was like, hmm, let me think about that. So I waited for the second guy to come through and then they came through and they were like, Oh, we can just drill holes in the stucco. And I'm like, what? Didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind as about being an option because the other person never mentioned it. So one company says we got to do it from the inside. Another company says we can do it from the inside or the outside. And I'm like, well, wait a second. You can do it from the outside. How does that work? He goes, yeah, we just drill two inch holes. I mean, a shitload of them. I mean, they probably put a hundred holes in the outside of my stucco, but then they put a foam, a little piece of foam circle right into that hole. fits perfectly. And then they put the uh, stucco right over it and they took the time to do it really nice. So all I had to do afterwards was just roll paint it with my paint to match the house. And I already had some, so that was easy, but it came out really good. So what they do uh, to get that blown insulation in the walls, first they have to drill the holes. Like I mentioned, 
I'll drill one high and drill one low in between each um, set of studs along the exterior walls. And then they have this long hose as a guy on a truck who's got all the insulation. He's, the other guy is standing on a ladder and he's got the hose and he puts the hose in the hole, fills it up. When it starts pouring out, they stop and they plug it. They go to the next hole and bam, bam, bam. So those two guys were doing that. Another guy was the one drilling the holes. And then two other guys were there going after the holes were filled and, and capped with the foam. The other two guys would do all the stucco finishing. So they would make it look really nice, match the stucco, and then that was it. So those guys were there for, from, I think, about six hours. So it was like one, two, three, four, like five guys were there for like six hours. They did a really, really good job. And it definitely made a difference in the house. So it's not a perfect science. Uh, the, the blown in insulation, just so you know, it's not going to fill every crack and crevice in this, in between the studs. Sometimes there's fire blocking in there. Sometimes there's rack bracing in there that's going to get in the way. So don't expect it to be perfect. But overall, I think it definitely made a difference. I could feel the difference in the house. Um, after they were done. So I would definitely recommend Insulation Labs. They did a fantastic job and they gave me multiple options. And the grand total of that was $3,900. And I thought that was a good price too. That seems pretty reasonable for what they had to do. Um, So anyway, that's a one-day job. You don't need a permit for that. You don't have to deal with the building department to get a permit. It was pretty straightforward, and uh, I think it was a great result. So to wrap this up right here, total expenses up to now, about 13600 These are things I had to get done just to make the house more comfortable to live in and safer. So um, hope this helped everybody. But uh, just want to mention in a future episode... I will be talking about my building permit application for a second full bath I want to install. So that's going to be coming up in the future episodes. So let's end this one with this note. I just received my first property tax bill. Ouch. Ouch.